welcome back to Blissfully Bloom. I'm Victoria LeBlanc, your host, and this podcast was created to empower women to love themselves unconditionally, transform their mindsets, and discover their own inner bliss. In today's solo episode, I am going to be talking all about social media and using social media for growth, for empowerment, for encouragement, rather than using social media to get in this cycle of comparison, shame, guilt, feelings of lack, feelings of scarcity. So I actually just had a therapy session with my therapist just yesterday, and we got on the topic of social media. And I became aware, highly aware of my social media tendencies. I had no idea how much of an influence, how much of an impact it was actually creating for me. These are some of the things that I've, I noticed and I reflected upon. I could be holding my phone without even opening social media apps and still be thinking about social media apps. Therefore, if I'm still thinking about them, I'll still be feeling the effects of them. Let's say it was a thought that wasn't serving me. Maybe it was a disempowering thought. I would literally feel disempowered. My vibration will literally sink and sink and sink down without even being on the app. So that's how much of an impact right? Just by touching my phone, by having my phone near me, I was still thinking about it. I told my therapist that I had two different Instagram accounts. I had a personal account that was basically the first account that I created. I posted basically all of my experiences on there, my travel, and then I have my business account. My business account has content about self-love, about my coaching offers, about spirituality. And it's a different feeling between those two accounts. On my personal account, I don't really follow a lot of other coaches. I don't really follow a lot of many other coaches. It's mainly just people that I knew from high school. It's friends from high school. It's friends from college people that I met in college. So it's a different environment compared to the online environment on my, my business. I don't post to my personal account anymore. I really don't. It's not something that I think about on the regular basis like, oh, I have to take a picture for Instagram. I have to have this Instagram worthy picture, which I used to have that mentality whenever I just used my personal account. But on my business account, it's very much a lot of different coaches and I tend to fall into the comparison trap. Even when there's a majority of positivity accounts, a lot of coaches, they post things for your mindset, they post things for your spiritual growth, for your personal development, right? They're posting positive things, but then when it comes to when they post things about their offers, I compare my coaching offers to their coaching offers. And I get into this almost defensive mode a bit. And I even felt a bit of shame voicing that out that I do feel a bit on the defensive mode whenever I do see somebody posting what they're offering. It makes me think, oh, 
their offers are better than mine. My offers aren't good enough. I have to improve my own. It makes me think like that I have to be a replica of that coach. I have to be a replica of the, of the offer that they're offering or else I'm not gonna get any clients. The clients are all gonna come running to them, right? And it's a, a feeling of lack, that scarcity mentality that there's not enough to go around. It's pulling me back from abundance. It's pulling me back from my manifestations. It's pulling me back from the energetic state that I actually wanna feel. It feels like it's this waiting game sometimes on my business account where I'm just waiting for somebody to up-level me, waiting for somebody to prove, right, that I'm not good enough. It's just this constant waiting game and it it's become really, really toxic. For the past few weeks, I haven't been on the account as much because I've noticed these tendencies arise and that's why I brought them up in the therapy session. Another thing that I noticed besides the waiting game, besides the comparison, is that feeling that oh, I feel guilty if I'm not even on the app. I feel guilty if I'm not posting something. I feel guilty if I'm not on my stories. I feel guilty if I'm not doing a live or if I miss a live that week. I mean, it literally affects your mental health, your state of being. It becomes a point when social media is in my thoughts for a majority of the day and a majority of your thoughts are repeated from the, the day previous that's a problem right and she even my therapist made the insight to compare the social media addiction because it is an addiction i will admit i'm addicted to social media comparing it to a drug addiction and it's a stimulant right the pictures that you're seeing the colors the information it's stimulating to your brain and it's almost making your brain go into information overload right there comes a point where it, there's a balance between learning and growing and having that knowledge between dumping all of the information that you can possibly give in one day and you feeling just exhausted and burned out from everything that you've exposed yourself to. You're like, oh, just one more hit, just one more, but it's never just one more, right? And that's the same thing with social media. Oh, just one more scroll. It's never just one more scroll. It's like 10, 20 plus more scrolls. And what I realized was, if I was just convinced that I was actually gonna exit out of the app and say, you know what, no, no, I'm not gonna uh, scroll anymore, I wouldn't have scrolled again. It's gotta be that instant that you realize you've been on it way too long. It's gotta be just, nope, not one more scroll, exit off right now and right now in this moment. So I'm in this constant state of comparison with social media and I really want to get out of that. And then another thing too that we talked about was having a social media account is so normalized. If somebody asks you, hey, where can I find you on social media? And you say, oh, I don't have an Instagram or oh, I don't have a Facebook. They look at you like you're insane. They look at you like, what is this chick? What planet is she on? <laughs> and I think we talked about how that can be toxic too. It doesn't have to be normal. Having a social media account doesn't have to be the norm. Since it's on my phone and my phone is what I use a majority of the time, she says that maybe what I can do, and I didn't even think of this as a possibility, I can have all of my social media accounts on my laptop. And instead of 
using them on my phone, I can just manage them through my computer. I was going back and forth with her because I was like, but the reason why I have a social media account was because I feel like I need it for my business. That's even that, that thing too, like need. That word need, like I need it. It's not necessarily a need, it's the difference between wants and needs. It's more of a want. And that's the kind of shift that I'll have to make too, the language that I use around it. What I intended, and then going back to my why of why I created the account in the first place was to make those connections, to make a positive impact online, right? To have somebody look at my account page and feel more empowered, feel more inspired, feel more love, feel more light. And I think I lost touch with that. I lost sight of that because every single time that I went on the app, it was like my intention was to find and prove that I'm not good enough, to find something to be upset about, to find something to be, to have a victim mentality about, or to be on the defense mode. And that's not my intention for even having the app or creating my account. And I really, my goal for social media is to make sure to use it in a way that uplifts me, that inspires me, that motivates me. And so what I think I might do, and I even did this today, which I was almost scared for. I almost had it in my mind, oh my gosh, I'm gonna have a panic attack if I do this. I deleted my account today. I deleted it because I am right now currently filming my podcast episodes on my phone, but I didn't have enough storage on my phone and I saw that on the storage, the Instagram took up 35 point, I don't even know, but a majority, 35 milli something, <laughs> megabytes or something on my phone. And I'm thinking, oh my gosh, wouldn't it be so much easier just delete it? Because I think it's all the cash and the downloads that build up over time. And so that all of it can be removed and then I'll have the storage to actually film on my phone. And even the thought of doing that, because I was thinking, oh my gosh, all of my real drafts were on there. I'm thinking it's the end of the world if I lose a couple of real drafts. Like that is how affected I am. And I, and I didn't see this before. I had no idea until talking about it with her the other day. So I'm so thankful and so grateful that she was able to bring that outside perspective and saying, yes, like it sounds to me that you are addicted to these apps. And she even asked me if I considered deleting them from my phone. And that's how we got in the conversation of transferring everything on my computer. But the only thing that's stopping me from doing that is reels because I don't think you can edit your reels on the computer. So I'll have to do more research on it because I think that will be so beneficial for me if I am able to just use my computer, right, to do everything on social media until the time where I feel like I'm in that place of re-downloading the apps on my phone, then I'll definitely do that. But I do feel like it would be so beneficial for my mental health, so beneficial for my energy, for my mind to just delete the apps from my phone. And even just saying that, like, I kind of feel a bit of pain around my heart just saying that. And that in itself, I think is just so profound to realize that how much of effect 
and of an effect it has on me that I'm literally getting anxiety just from thinking about deleting the apps. And I think that that comes a point where it's like, I don't want it to have control over me. I don't want it to rule my life. I want to be control of social media. I don't want it to affect the way that I feel. Right. And it comes to a point where you have to make that decision for yourself. If you're going to continue on in that path and just ignore what you're feeling, or if you're going to actually decide to do something about it, even if it's scary, because I was talking to her and I said, I'm scared. I don't know. I don't know what's going to, it's so unknown to not have the apps on my phone. I've had them since the day I got the app. Right, the first day I ever got Instagram, which I don't even know how many years ago, but more than five. Can you see how much of a toll it can make on your mental health if you just continue to have them on your phone despite the way that you're feeling? And I'm not saying to go out and delete your apps, right? I'm not saying to delete your account, delete your apps, but just think and be more mindful about the way that it has an impact on your mind, on your body, on your soul, on your spirit, right? Just be more mindful of it and actually have that reflection time for yourself of what you're gonna do about it, right? What actions are you gonna take based on what you're feeling? What would be the best route? What would be the best path to take down from here? And that's not to say that Whenever I do end up deleting the apps from my phone, it's not to say that they'll be deleted forever. I'm just saying at this point in time, I'm realizing how much of an effect it has on me. Say I scroll for 20 minutes and I'm sitting on the couch and Cooper's sitting right next to me. If he goes and asks me a question, I'll be on defensive mode. It's nothing that he did. It's nothing that he said or did. But it's because I allowed my vibration and my frequency to go so low after scrolling and be so trapped up in this comparison cycle that I get defensive on him and I take it out on him despite anything that he said. So I'll snap, I'll have an attitude and he's like, what did I do? And I say, nothing, you did nothing. But like all in all, I'm just afraid to actually speak my mind, to actually say, this is actually having an impact on me. I'm feeling this way because I scrolled through social media. I allowed the spiral to kick in, to go down the rabbit hole, and now I can't get myself out back out. It's hard to get myself out of, this, of these feelings. I'm gonna do a little experiment, and I want y'all to hold me accountable to this, but yeah, starting the week that I start this new job, which by the way, if you haven't known, I'm starting a new tutoring job. So I'll be, I'll be doing a service year for students who are wanting to find that confidence within themselves to be that mathematician, to really increase their math skills. So that's what I'll be doing. And I think I'm gonna be, I'm gonna hold myself accountable to delete the apps for at least a week or two when I start the job and see how it affects me, see what difference it makes, truly. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh, so I just realized something. Y'all, two different ideas that I just got. One, if your partner has two phones, try downloading the app on their other phone and only post, right? And do your engagement or do your DMs on that phone.
So you won't have any of the apps on your phone, you'll have it on another person's phone and you can only use it right during their time when they say that you can use it. So that limits the amount of time that you can actually use it. Another idea is to invest in an iPad. No, what are those called? I don't even know. I don't know if it's just called an iPad, but you get the point. There's an Apple product that's not a phone that you can purchase and just have the apps on there and only use it during a certain amount of time so that those apps are not actually on your personal phone. Okay, that I just, I love that idea. I love that idea and I think that can be doable and that can maybe be a future little investment. For the time being, I still am going to do that little experiment of deleting the apps from my phone and just working from my computer because that's limited, right? You can't just work on your computer at the grocery store. You can't open up the apps in a car ride or in a friend's house. You're not taking your laptop everywhere you go. So it does limit you. I did feel a bit nervous making this episode because social media, it literally runs my business. I have this idea that if you're on social media as a coach, you should absolutely love social media, have all these positive high vibe feelings about it. But I am just, I'm not right now at the moment. And it's hard to admit, but I think it's important to be honest with yourself, honest with, with how you're feeling, right? And be reflective. You can even, if this is something that you have been considering, maybe do this experiment with me next week. Try it out. Another thing, if you're worried about real drafts, you can even save them to your phone so that they'll already be on your camera roll and you don't have to worry about losing all the drafts that you created. But it's something to consider and see how it affects just your mind, your thoughts, your, your beliefs. If social media has an effect on you right now and you're using the app, I'm sure it will have an effect on you without using the app. And who knows, maybe it'll be more empowering for you. And I'm excited to find out how it goes. So wish me luck. <laughs> I would love to dive in how you can make social media more empowering. And that is by following accounts that make you feel empowered and unfollowing accounts that do not make you feel empowered. I feel like people have this idea like, oh, if I unfollow them, they're gonna hate me, they're gonna notice, and they're gonna call me out. You have that right. You have the right to set boundaries on your social media and limit the amount of people you follow, limit who you follow. You don't have to follow everybody who follows you, right? There's just different things that, if you have those people-pleasing tendencies like I do, oh, I want to please them. I want to follow them back because they followed me. If you find that when you go on their homepage and a majority of their posts, you just feel icky inside, leave it be, right? They are going to gain their followers that like their content. Not everyone is going to be suited for your page. Really allow yourself to have a limit to your social media time because exposing yourself to the screen and like I said before, the information overload, I mean, even if it's positive information, sometimes it's just too much information, right? There's a good balance between just enough and then too much information overload. So maybe set 
a designated time for yourself to be on social media. Maybe it's for an hour, maybe it's for two hours the whole day, but maybe you look at it in the afternoon, during your lunch time, and then in the evening time before dinner. Have those designated times for yourself so that you're not exposing too much information and then you're feeling exhausted and burnt out after being on the app. Another little tip that I'll give is to go into the app as you are opening it up with some really positive intentions. And what I mean by that is, you know, what is your why behind scrolling right now? Do you want to feel empowered? Do you want to feel motivated, inspired, uplifted? If so, research different people who you know for a fact, so search them up, will make you feel that way. For me, I have certain people that I know always make me feel so uplifted. Some of those are Sahara Rose, Mel Robbins, and those are just a few, right? And you can go out of your way to look at their new posts, to look at their old posts that you know made you feel really, really good. And then another thing that you can feel empowered by learning, learning more about yourself and understanding more about yourself through the app too. If you do find yourself feeling jealous or that sense of lack and it's coming up in the shadows, have that conversation with yourself. Don't allow yourself to spiral down. Really pause and reflect. Maybe take that as a sign to stop and journal. Stop and jot down your thoughts. What are you feeling? What do you think is the root cause for this coming up? What about this post is triggering me to feel this way? And sure enough, the more that you learn more about your triggers and what makes you mm, have those flutters inside you and hot flushes on your skin, the more that you'll understand more about what drives you to feel that way, and you'll uncover more about yourself and learn more about yourself in the process. That's not to say that once you find yourself feeling jealous of a post, you scroll even more and more and more and more and more to feel even more jealous, right? It's, ooh, ooh, that made me feel a certain way. Let me use this as a learning opportunity. Let me pause here for a second. Let me just look at this picture, stop, doing anything with my hands for a second and just have that dialogue, internal dialogue with myself. This can be done in your mind. This can be done on a piece of paper and pencil and just use this opportunity to discover more about yourself. And sooner or later, when you understand that root cause, what's going to end up happening is you're going to uplift more and you'll start to be more aware of your triggers. And being aware of your triggers is it helps in the real life scenarios, right? It may be just a picture. It may be just what you see in front of a screen. But once you start to understand those triggers behind the posts, you'll begin to understand them more in real life scenarios. And you're like, oh, you know what? I'm hanging out with my friends right now and I'm feeling jealous because they said this. This reminds me of that time when I journaled a few weeks ago about that post that made me feel the exact same way right? And you'll start to make those connections. You'll start to become aware of when they happen and know exactly how to let them go and release those thoughts that are disempowering. I hope y'all learned a lot from this episode. I felt like I was just in flow mode because this topic is one that I'm really passionate about. And right now I feel is really relevant in my life. And so I hope that 
you learned something from this episode. And as always, make sure to screenshot and share your key takeaway on your story and make sure to tag me at blissfully.bloom. I would love to see your key takeaway. And yeah, thank you so much for tuning in and I will see y'all in the next episode. Sending you so much love, light, and bliss. Bye.